the Dare to Decide podcast, where we take a psychological dive into our everyday decisions that shape our relationships, health, and finances. My name is Marion. I'm a former school psychologist who built a multiple six-figure online business, helping thousands of women transform their health and confidence. This is a podcast for women who don't want to settle for a life that is less than what they know deep down they can create. I believe that to begin building the life you truly want, you are just one decision away. This is an Up Level Your Life podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm your host, Marion Wagner, and today we're diving into one of the most common questions that I hear from women who are thinking about starting a business, or even just thinking about thinking about starting a business, and that is do I have the right personality to start a business? And when someone is asking that question, what they're really asking is, do I have what it takes to do this? So that's what we're going to answer today. Before we dive in, just a reminder that the beta launch for my one-on-one business mindset coaching is open right now. Whether you're just getting started or you already have a blog, a podcast, a product, or your network marketing, the mindset and the foundational skills required are, they're all the same. So not only will I be guiding you in our one-on-one personal sessions, but you'll also have access to my online business accelerator course. It's this magical two-one punch of a digital course and my one-on-one coaching. So it's not just about learning what to do. It's accountability and guidance and actually getting it done and watching what happens with your business. Right now, I have a few spots left and they'll be filled on a first come first reserve basis. So if you want to see this info, just head to the link in the show notes. Okay. So today we are answering the question, do you have the right personality to start a business? And not only start a business, I mean, no one wants to just start a business, um, You want to know if you have what it takes to start, grow, and thrive in your business because anyone can start. That's like me saying, do I have what it takes to start a marathon? And then I I run a mile and pat myself on the back and call it good. (laughs) That's my kind of marathon. Um, We can all do that. So I believe anyone can start a business. I mean, that's what you see today with network marketing. The barrier to entry is so low in network marketing that anyone can start even if they're not really ready or committed because they don't have to put a lot of skin in the game to even begin. For instance, in the network marketing company I was with, it's only $15.95 to open your business. That's it. There's no minimum purchasing or carrying inventory, nothing else. So for less than your average Starbucks order, you can technically start a business. Same thing with starting a blog. For example, you can essentially create and host a blog for under 20 bucks a year. That's insane. It's also really amazing, but like most everyone has this incredible gift to be able to grow an income on the internet today. But here's the problem with super low barriers of entry. Since it's so easy to create and begin, most people fizzle out and quit. Like, did you know that 80% of women quit their network marketing business within 30 days of signing up? Like, that's, that's crazy. So they obviously haven't done the necessary mindset work to create a foundation of success. They haven't taken probably even five minutes to develop expectations for themselves. And they absolutely didn't prepare themselves for a season of failing forward, for working hard and having 
little to nothing to show for it. <laughs> like, I mean, I think I, I wrote my blog for a full six months before I even had my first hundred people visit it. Like that's a lot of work. I was posting three to four times a week for over six months, like to, to virtually no one. <laughs> and most people would view that as failing, but I, and my hope is that you would be the same, would view it as practice. I was, I was putting in my reps. I was getting better, more confident and in my writing style and my photography. And I was improving my marketing skills, which started off as zero. <laughs> like, but we have to know what season of business we are in and embrace each season with a sense of knowing. It's almost like telling yourself over and over again, I am showing up today with fire in my heart because I know where I am headed. It's already done in your mind. And having that sense of knowing, like, honestly, that is a mindset that will always equal success. But 99% of women who start a business never, ever even think about it. They're, they're too busy focusing on the wrong stuff. They're thinking, what if no one follows me on social media? My answer to that is, uh, who said you need social media to even grow your business? And another, another thing they worry about is, what if no one buys from me? Well, my answer to that is, do you believe in what you've created or how you can help people? Bottom line is everything, everything in a truly successful business begins and ends with mindset. My blog did not go from under a hundred readers in six months to averaging over a quarter million page views a month in two years because I was the best writer or photographer, (laughs) not even close. It's because I embraced my authentic and very imperfect personality. Um, and I had done the mindset work to break through my own personal hurdles of which I had many, and I, I, I still do, right? But I'm proof that you can do this as well. Okay, so let's go back to the question. Do I have the right personality to start a business? So, and you probably knew I was going to say this, there isn't really a wrong personality. I mean, you name the personality type and there are probably hundreds of thousands of that personality type growing a business online right now. But there are some important personality traits that do matter. So let's start with breaking down a few myths And then I'll end with one personality trait that you absolutely do need to be successful. Okay, myth number one, you need to be an extrovert to grow an online business. So I started with this one because it's my favorite. Um, I am personally the biggest introvert, which always surprises people when I I say that. But I love one-on-one conversations with other people. But oh my gosh, the idea of making small talk with a whole bunch of people it's just not an attractive thought to me. (laughs) Like in college, I hated going out to parties, which I know makes me sound like a stick in the mud, but I was just happier staying home in my pajamas and ordering pizza and drinking wine with like one or two good girlfriends instead. So all that said, I can channel some extroverted traits and be just fine in a large social setting, but it is incredibly exhausting and that's okay, right? Here's the thing. The online business space is overflowing with introverts. We introverts thrive online. And yes, extroverts do as well, but they just approach it in a different way. You can probably think right now of a few people that you follow on Instagram and know, hey, that person is probably an extrovert. They have a a gazillion story dots and they love to talk and maybe dance on stories. 
And then you can probably think of someone you follow who, now that you're thinking about it, they're probably more on the introverted side. Their energy and their vibration is just a little more calm and approachable. They don't post as often as an extrovert. And okay, I know that right now there is someone listening who is thinking, uh, Marion, there are more personality types than introvert and extrovert. And I, I know that, but I'm choosing to keep this very simple because I want to make one point. If you are an extrovert, you're going to do great in building a voice and cultivating a personal brand online. And the one question I would ask you is this, are you able to shift the focus from yourself to focusing on others? Because if you're building a business, your social media is no longer about you. It's about making your client, the person watching your social media and serving them as they are the true focus. And if you are an introvert like me, it's time to stop thinking that you need to be an extrovert to build an online business. In fact, being an introvert has a certain secret power that you will soon realize in the online space. And I got to ask the introverts one question. Can you get outside your introverted box and build meaningful relationships with other women in your space? I try to force myself outside of my little introvert safety bubble quite often. In fact, this year I did something very uncomfortable and I joined a mastermind group. I actually leave, yeah, it looks like it's 17 days to go to Arizona and spend a weekend with 20 other business owners whom I have never met. Like you had better believe I'm going to be a little nervous. Um, I'm nervous right now, even just talking about it, but I'm choosing to reframe that nervousness, that anxiety as excitement. I am excited to get to know these other amazing women and hopefully make some new lifelong friends. And I'll just take a day or two off when I come home to, from, from mental health to regroup and find my energy again. Okay. Myth number two, you need to have a type A personality. So I don't know, I think this is for mostly for women. We have this idea that business owners have to be very super organized. Like in order to be successful, you have to have a Trello board for everything and checklists for your checklists. Well, I am definitely not a type A personality. I don't know. Is there a C type? That's probably me. But you know, those um, bumper lanes at bowling alleys that you can put up for if you're really bad at bowling. Like they make it so that no matter how you throw the ball, you're going to go down the middle and knock over pins. Well, I have created systems that work kind of like that for my business so that no matter how scatterbrained I am, I will stay on track enough to get done what needs to get done. So the good news is that if you are naturally an organized person, you have a gift. Congratulations. (laughs) And if you're not naturally organized, there are interventions we can implement so that no one will even know. All right. Myth number three. You can't be a private person and still build a personal brand. So this one is interesting because I talk with more and more women who want to keep their personal life private, but they feel some type of pressure to share about their life as a part of their personal brand in order to grow their business. And here's my take. You decide what aspects of your life to keep private and what aspects you'll share. There are no, there's no rules here. You can have a subscription box business and choose to share your efforts in adoption. You can have a coaching business and choose to share your struggles having just lost a parent. 
I made the decision three years ago to share our infertility journey. And I showed what IVF looked like for Troy and I and what emotions we were feeling. And I shared Troy's reaction when we got pregnant and the video of him crying the happiest tears. And then several months later, I shared our miscarriage and the like the emptiness and heartbreak that came with that. And I didn't, I didn't have to share those things. I shared them because I, I chose to. I knew that there were others who, by my sharing, would feel less alone in their own struggle. I also didn't share everything. I maybe shared 10% of the journey. But here's the important part. You are a personal brand. Your story matters. It's what makes you human. People want to do business with actual humans, people that they can get to know, like, and trust. So you can absolutely be a very private person and just pick and choose which aspects of your story are relevant to your audience and how you will share them. It could be your faith. It could be your love of true crime podcasts. It could be your training journey to run your first marathon. This is, I don't know why I keep bringing up marathons. I have no desire to, to ever run one, but maybe that's subliminally. My mind is saying I need, I need the challenge, but opening the door to one or two little personal sides to you is going to not only help you connect with others on a more personal human level, but it also sets you apart as someone people will want to get to know and do business with. So again, you can be a private person and still build an incredible personal brand that resonates with your target market. All right, so we'll end with the one that's actually not a myth. You do need this in order to start and then grow a successful business. And that is, you must be someone who can take action no matter how you're feeling. And that's called self-discipline. When you do what you said you were going to do, regardless of how you feel, regardless of motivation, it can be 11 PM at night and you haven't done your blog post and you've got, you got work tomorrow and you're exhausted, but all 10 of your readers know that you always have a Friday blog post. So gosh, darn it. You're not going to bed until you've hit publish on that bad boy. And it doesn't matter if you have 10 readers or 10,000 readers or even just your stalker ex-boyfriend that reads, uh, you must embody the personality of someone who is a doer. It's kind of like making your kid lunch. Like there, there, are, there are many mornings when I don't feel like packing Cooper's lunch, just being honest. And I'm sure there's times when you don't feel like making your kids lunches or dinners. I mean, you give birth to these babies and all of a sudden you realize that you signed yourself up for feeding this child for the next 18 years and I did the math, there's 6,574 days in 18 years, which means if you're feeding them three meals a day, that's 19,722 meals that you're going to have to feed them. And as a parent, I'm pretty sure you won't always feel like planning and making all 19,722 meals, right? But even when you don't feel like it, you always find a way to feed your children, right? Regardless of how you feel, your kids know that you're going to take care of them. You will show up. So in growing an online business, you have to have that same level of commitment and self-discipline. You must be a doer personality. And the good news about that is that anyone could be a doer. Anyone. It's really just a decision. And so this podcast is called Dare to Decide because I feel like so few people actually make the decision to embrace who they truly can be at a core level. And it can feel like a scary decision to even explore that. 
So this is maybe just a little reminder, a little nudge that you can dare to decide to start something new, to start something that you know nothing about right now. And yes, that can be scary. It should make you feel uncomfortable because if it doesn't, then that might be a sign that you aren't taking it seriously. So embrace getting uncomfortable and allow yourself to feel nervous. And then watch as you continue to show up each day, you become a doer and you fail forward. Watch as that nervousness transforms into excitement. Okay. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so, so much for being here and subscribing to this little podcast. I appreciate you and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Decide podcast. If this was helpful for you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It's truly what helps the podcast grow. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and tell me what you think. I can't wait to hear from you.